whether it's your city, your state, your country, or in another lockdown. Thanksgiving's coming up in the U.S. Can you really have a chance encounter in the midst of a global pandemic? Every single day we have encounters. We just have to be open to look for them, whether it turns into a long-lasting friendship or just a quick word of encouragement. That's today's episode. The U Effect. It's not about how much you can give, but how you, the individual, can positively affect others. Simple conversations around big or small actions that have impact. Hello, hey. welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> to what? Part two. To the U Effect Nick story this time, not Roxanne's story this time. On what? <laughs> On... Chance, chance encounters. Chance encounters. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So we left off last time with an incredible chance encounter, which if you follow on social, we're going to do some follow-ups on social in this next week or so. Um, But I want to jump right in because there's one that still blows my mind. They all blow my mind. And uh, Mark Janes is the top one. The first one, not the top one. I don't want to say top, but the first one that comes to mind and there's Joshua Nehemiah, who we just reconnected. And I want to do a little story about him online. And then one of my closest, dearest friends, Joe Sadler, who's absolutely amazing. Um, and our chance encounter is super bizarre how we became mm-hmm. friends. But do you mind if I just jump into Mark Jane's? So jump in. I want to hear it. Otherwise, I'm going to tell the story. Okay. So <laughs> I was living alone in West Hollywood, California. I had a beautiful, I was renting a condo, a beautiful two-bedroom, two-bath apartment. I love my neighborhood. I have an incredible dog named Ted. Maybe we'll put him up on Instagram so you guys can see him. He's absolutely incredible. My life was great. I finally got into a zone. I enjoyed living alone with my dog. I had my schedule. I'd get up and do my work. In the afternoon, I'd take a nice jog. Sometimes I'd go to Blue Bottle on Fairfax and get myself a nice Americano with a little bit of cream and sugar. Mm. I'd walk Ted over there. My life was fantastic. So one Sunday morning, I was at church. I go to church. And um, right now I don't because of COVID. But one Sunday morning, I was at church and some friends of mine were there, but I was sitting distant from them and I knew no one else there at the time. I was kind of alone other than a couple that I knew. And you do the meet and greet thing. I don't know that any of you, I don't know if any of you have been to a church or some sort of service mm. of any kind. And there's a moment that you always do this quick kind of meet and greet. To your neighbors, the person yeah. sitting next to you, behind you, and it's obligatory. You. And it's like, do you really care? I don't know. Mm. Do you really care? <laughs> you know, you can stop me at any time. No, no, you do. And sometimes I'm like, oh no, but I want to chat to this person. This person seems cool. And then like, you can't because, I don't know, you've got to sit down and listen. Well, like I said last time, you're a little bit more open than I am. I'm usually just, hey, how are you? Nice to meet you. I'm Nick. Oh, I'm Joseph. Oh, nice to meet you. I'm Nick. That's it. And we sit down. I'm kind of... Wait, you met Joseph at church? No. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Only on Christmas. Um, So I sat... And then usually I just do it really quickly and I sit down. And sometimes it's really awkward. I just... If if there's not a lot of people around me, I just sit down because I don't know anybody there. I didn't know anybody. But this particular morning... And I haven't been there in a long time. But this particular morning... All of a sudden, I look to my right, and there's this really young kid. He's got this crazy hair and these huge glasses, and he's got an accent. And I go, oh, where are you from? And he goes, 
oh, I'm from the UK. I said, really? He said, yeah, I'm on a, I just finished university and I just jumped on an airplane and I decided to come to LA for two months. I just wanted an LA experience. I go, did you know anybody here? And we started this very brief conversation. And one of the questions I asked him, I said, where are you staying? Mm. And he said, well, it's a long story. I've got about another seven days on a couch. And then I have no idea. I may have to just get on a plane and go back to the UK. <gasps> then we sat down. Literally the whole service <laughs> went on. And the entire time, I don't even remember what this, I don't remember anything about that day other than the entire time in my deep, deep soul. All I kept hearing was, Make sure you invite this guy to stay with you. Make sure you invite. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if you've ever had that, an inner voice that's telling you something and you're fighting that yeah, inner no, voice. No, I just want to go to Blue Bottle no, and get ex- my coffee exactly. with I, Exactly. <laughs> I go, I, first of all, I don't want a roommate. I don't want anybody in my space. I'm comfortable and very, very happy being alone. So the end of the service happened and I just felt like, okay, I got, so I turned to him and I'm usually not this clever. And I said, his name's Mark. I said, Hey Mark, I go, listen, I don't know. You know, you don't know me. I don't know you. I just want to let you know I'm not a creeper, you know, but I said, I just want you to know you won't be homeless. And he goes, what do you mean by that? And I said, if you get stuck and you have absolutely nowhere to go, I have a spare bedroom. I said, you're welcome to stay with me. Oh, that's until a nice you go way back. to put it. Yeah, yeah that you know, because I was like, I didn't want to invite him <laughs> up. So he goes, okay, well, you know, I said, I said, and, and we can meet before and whatever you want to do. So he said to me, he goes, okay, well, why don't we grab a, I don't know. He goes, why don't I take your number and let me see? So I said, okay. So two days later, he texted me, he goes, you want to grab a pint? And I said, sure. So I did. And as we're sitting there conversing, he said, you know, my place did totally, completely fall apart. And he said, I could use a place to stay. I said, well, I have a dog. And why don't you come over and check it out first to make sure it's okay. Make sure my amazing apartment's okay. Exactly. (laughs) Make sure you're okay being there. So he came over. Long story short, he ended up staying with me for four to five weeks. I didn't know it was four to five weeks. Oh, yeah. He was there for over a month, I think. And I'll just jump to it. We have become two of the closest, most bonded friends that I could have ever imagined. Mm -hmm. We hit it off from day one. We were, our minds, even though we're quite a bit of, we have quite a bit of distance of age, our minds, we blew, our minds were blown by how much we had in common and the way we think, our creative uh, ideas, um, how we connect with other people and how we want to connect with other people. And we had the most amazing, amazing experience I could ever imagine. Cut to six months later, I went to England. We did some business together. We still are working on a lot of projects together. Uh, we've become huge support for each other. Yeah. He called me from day one his mentor. And I said, you've been my mentor. And he's he's half my age. I'm going to be frank. He's, comp- he's t- totally <laughs> half my age. But he's been my mentor in a lot of ways. He's given me new life and how um, to think about life as new adventures, as new things to work on, of um, new ideas to pursue, never give up, to be persistent. That chance encounter in the moment, had I listened to me... And not the voice inside. And not the voice inside, (laughs) which I've done before. I wish I'd listened to the voice inside. (laughs) some other things and not to me in my past but this particular 
usually the voice inside is kind of right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and we've all got a different name for it. If you want to say it's God, the universe, the voice inside, my gut feeling. Yeah. It's, but there is. We all have, we acknowledge that it exists, no matter what you want to call it. But how often do we just like close it off? I'm like, no, no. I'm not exactly. Gonna to you. And it was a real, there's been a couple of other experiences like that in my life, but it was a real eye opener for me to say, you know what, Nick? Be open. You don't always have to follow through, whether it's a chance encounter or an opportunity in life. You can assess it. And I was thankful that he, Mark, was um, was also slow and he was careful and he didn't want to jump into something that wasn't going to be right for him either. So he took his time to assess the situation, to have a, a beer first before he mm. actually came over to see the place. And he really wanted to make sure it was a thoughtful yeah, decision I'm on sure. his part. Also for him asking, sorry to, to cut you off there, but having to admit to a complete stranger, oh my gosh, I actually don't have a place to stay. That takes a lot of guts. It really does. Yeah. You know, it takes yeah. like, you've got to be brave sometimes to admit that you need help. And then also staying at a complete stranger's house in a country that, you know, they drive on the other side of the road. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> At least we'll speak the same language. But, exactly. but, you know, it's a different country. And I don't know. I think he, I'm sure he, I mean, he's, I've spoken to him a few times on the phone. He's super cool. And like, yeah. I'm sure he has no problem making friends. But I don't know if he actually had any close friends he in LA. Here. So it's also kind of like, if things went awry, who would he have called? You know, and I think the fact that he was open to then ask you for help and kind of go, okay, this is someone who I'm going to reach out to, see how it goes. And then, as you said, you know, go into it cautiously. And the fact that you were open to go, I'm going to listen to that voice inside and I'm going to be kind, linking it back to one of our other episodes, like what developed from that that action of kindness. How incredible this beautiful friendship, long lasting, really deep connection friendship it's well amazing. his and his story from his perspective was he was sitting two rows behind me and he heard a little teeny voice inside that said <laughs> go and sit next to that guy mm. and so when i say chance again we bring this up are they chance and like i love what you said regardless of what you believe or how you believe or how we believe we still get these little things that prick us inside and we either shut them down or we move into them and again if they're harmful then to yourself or somebody else, then no, that's not a good voice inside. Mm. But if they're positive and affirming and move you forward and kind and other focused, then it is a good voice inside. Mm -hmm. And he said he did not want to come and sit next to me. He said, but he just kept feeling there's that guy. There was nobody sitting next to me that day, Mm. myself. And he says, I need to go sit next to that guy. And because of this, yeah, this Mm. came around. And because of it, his world in LA opened I was able, I brought him to everything. He was introduced to all my friends. He became friends with my friends. In fact, he's coming back. He was going to come out here now and visit, but he wasn't able to because of COVID, but he's going to come back out in February. But he's somebody that we connect probably every single day on WhatsApp. We talk mm-hmm. to each other every single day. And the, the the moral of that story, which I don't want to push over too hard, but the moral of the story, whether it was last week's, the other episode with, Dr. Lauren and Roxanne, or this week's episode with Mark Jaynes and Nick is, are we missing out on these quote-unquote chance encounters because we're, we're not living open? 
mm. with our environments and what's going on around us. Yeah. Are we missing out because we got our heads in our screens? You know, what is it now? Three to nine hours a day. Are we missing out because of fear? Like, oh, is it a weirdo? Is he going to crunch my life? And I'll say what came out of that encounter with Mark was there was a freedom that came that I realized I wanted to use my space to help others. And so I used to have a lockbox with my keys on it on Kings Road in West Hollywood that if someone needed a place to stay, I just gave them the code and they'd get the keys and stay at my place, whether I was oh, there or so not. so nice. Well, I'm not that nice. <laughs> Um, I had another friend that lost his job uh, that needed a place to stay. And he stayed with me, I think, three or six weeks. Mm. And I'm not saying this to stroke me, but I'm saying because of that chance encounter, it loosened me up as well Mm. to be open to allowing people to be in my space. Whereas before I was like, I don't want anybody in my space. Wow. And not all these people, like people that stayed there and stuff. I know a couple of them were not our chance encounters didn't create long lasting friendships. They were encounters for that moment. But those moments were what led us all to other moments to be open to listening and being kind to other people and other chance encounters that we that we came upon. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. It's so, so, so lovely. And I do love that story because I see like how you speak to him and how the amazing friendship that you guys have. Yeah. So if we've got time, I do want to hear your other story. So I'll, I'll tell I'll tell the uh, Joshua Nehemiah story. Yay. So this is a guy that was a real chance encounter. We're sitting at, I think it was LAX, and we happened to be sitting next to each other. We weren't even on the same airplane. And he just started talking to me, and we started talking. We exchanged numbers. Cut to literally, I think it's now four or five years later, out of the blue, he's following the U effect. Yes. And out of the blue, he texts me. We haven't texted each other in I don't know how many years. Out of the blue, he texts me. And he says, Nick, keep doing what you're doing. I love what you're doing. It's so encouraging. That led to the other day, we started. We talked on the phone for the first time in all these years. And he has a clothing company called Gum Clothing, which you can check it yeah, out online. Yeah, I just bought a couple of things off there as well. And it's it's so apropos. I'll let you guys find it. Go to gumclothing.com because it's so apropos to exactly what's going on within our communities right now. Yeah. He and I don't know each other from Adam, but we're both open to that very quick quote unquote chance encounter that later led, which is now becoming a much deeper friendship. Yeah, and much later, right? Much I later. I mean, when was the airport was like, encounter? I don't know. We're trying to figure it out. I think it was four years ago. Oh, wow. And I'll tell you this. The other day when he called me, he said some things that I needed to hear in the moment that actually spoke right into my life. Wow. I don't know if he and I will become... If he's an angel, but it sounds yeah, like he is. <laughs> Maybe he disappeared and I can't get a hold of him anymore. <laughs> yes, he's a, I did see some wings or feathers oh. on him or something. But um, I don't know that it's going to lead to a long-lasting friendship or a long-term friendship that we're constantly in contact or just be that we'll speak into each other's lives every once in a while. But here I am at an airport, not even on the same airplane. And how that encounter happened... I think it's a little bit supernatural, but it's just crazy. It's completely out of the realm of how my brain would think. And quickly, one last one, Joe Sadler. I met him quickly. I met him I met him for like five minutes once. 
No, twice I met him for five minutes at two different events. Ten minutes total. Ten minutes two total. Two and a half minutes each time. Yes, okay. no, it was two and a half minutes each time. <laughs> no, and all he total. said, all he said was, "Do you want to grab a coffee sometime?" Didn't know each other at all. Wow. We grabbed a coffee. He's become one of my best, best, best closest friends. We've been through so much together. Yeah. We've literally, I know it sounds cliche, we've laughed, we've cried, we've helped each other out in times of need. Um, you guys have gone through milestones together. Milestones. He met his wife. He did, married, yeah. Like, yeah, just yeah. really, like, it's amazing. Yeah. And that's, again, I'm just using, there's a few others in my life, but those stick out right away, top three. And that, again, took effort. Mm. I had to show up to the coffee. He had to show up to the coffee. He had to ask. He had to ask me to, to go to, to go to coffee. We could have yeah. just said, hey, hey, man, maybe I'll run into you again. Or, you know, maybe we have some mutual friends. I, this is when I, I didn't know very many people in L.A. And that chance encounter led me not only to him, it led me to my friend, led me to my friend Greg Gullery, Brian Larrabee, Steve Helmkamp. Oh, wow. It led me to a whole yeah. group of friends. So I'm saying be open to chance encounters. You don't have to take them all, but be open. And you'll have... You'll have an internal voice if you're like, oh, this is a creeper or this isn't. Uh, yeah, I do also host yeah. self-defense seminars. Exactly. And there's, some, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there's also the time where your inner voice might be saying, run very fast in the opposite direction. Listen to that inner voice. Exactly. Not all <laughs> but, chance encounters are good encounters. <laughs> but um, but yeah, be, being open to it is, that's step number one. Step number step one. Step number one. Yeah. And then, and then there, some follow through, yeah. you know, you have to, you have to get out of your own way to have some follow through. You can always make excuses not to. Especially nowadays, everyone's so busy. We're exactly. all busy. I'm also always so busy. Exactly. So busy, so but, busy. Yeah. yeah. I'm exhausted. Yeah. Um, but yeah, being not busy, being, and just, yeah. So just taking the time to go, you know what, this is something that I'm going to prioritize for this day because it might lead to something magical or it might just be a nice in the moment cup of coffee with the human i've never spoken to before yeah and it goes to the core of what we believe at the u effect as well it's simple conversations about don't, big or small actions yeah, it can be small that so lead small. to impact my life your life has forever been impacted by these small simple conversations mm. and simple actions nothing huge so yeah those are beautiful stories i love them i really really love them i mean i could hear it over and over again and we've also received some such great stories um, since be- between our last episode and this episode. Yeah. Um, and I think it'd be great as well if we share those on our Instagram page and on Facebook, um, just because they are magical. And that like kind of magic, sorry, I've said magic 45 times, but that magic is in itself quite an encouraging, inspiring little thing. It's like, oh, I like it. It gives me goosebumps. And I love that word magic because it is magical. Yeah. It's, it, it really is magical. And sometimes for me, I can pass by those and get so focused on the non-magical things in my life instead mm-hmm. of focusing on like, man, I hate the word gratitude, but gra- gratitude, have gratitude towards those magical moments. So go and be open to... Magic. Little <laughs> <All> moments. <laughs> <All> moments. <laughs>